are live and this is a new platform for us welcome to the air raid attack podcast i'm your host michael as always listen to us on itunes and google podcasts iHeartRadio, and even spotify first things first people are wondering michael this is a little different for you you can actually listen to us live we're currently live on facebook youtube twitter and twitch as well so uh new stream and we're glad to uh get this thing rock, rock and rolling but uh, without further ado it's an honor to have dartinian tinsley the junior offensive lineman from the kc unites which is based in grayson kentucky we'll talk about all of that and so much more but uh dartinian how are you doing sir i'm doing good man i'm doing good I know one thing. I'm sure that uh, you're definitely uh, ready for some football here in the next few weeks. For sure. Ready to get back at it, man. You know, it's been a nice little summer, nice little working out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's nothing like getting the pads back on. So, ready for hey. it. Hey, I don't blame you. And we'll talk that. We'll talk more. Uh, first things first, uh, Mr. Tinsley, is, of course, uh, Jack Jake Russell. My apologies. Jake Russell. The new head coach in a short amount of time, of course, Corey Phipps, uh, took the head coaching job at University of Pikeville. Um, how's it, how how's everything been going since uh, the transition? Um, I mean, you know, I love Coach Phipps. A lot of the players yep. love Coach Phipps. So it's definitely weird. It's definitely a change of scenery. Uh, coach Russell, I feel like he has a you know a good knowledge for the game. I feel like he's going to bring a lot of great things to KCU. So um, I feel like you know. We just got to see what happens, man. We got to let him do his thing and, you know, follow whatever he puts forth for us and just go from there. Most definitely. You know, and and, Corey and Coach Phipps did a wonderful job, of course. Uh, last year, I know it's a COVID year, you know, do a COVID season, I should say, going 6-2, and two, the best mark, uh, winning percentage-wise since 2012-2013 under uh, Coach Fury. Um, just talk us through us, you know, of course uh, – COVID, you know, from your st- – well, I'll, I'll ask you a question here in a second, how, what that kind of meant to you. But kind of walk us through last year, of course, with COVID, um, the success that you guys had last year in the short uh, COVID season. Um, so COVID kind of messed up a lot of things, you know. We came back in the fall, and, of course, we was ready to play. But as you, as you, you know, many of us know, that kind of didn't happen. So uh, it took a lot of, you know – it took a lot of physical, well, not just physical, but mental, you know, capacity just to be able to push through and, you know, go through practices daily and, you know, just keep on giving forth that effort that you always, you know, put forth. So um, as far as that, you know, leading into the spring, you know, we were just tired of beating up on each other. We were just ready to, you know, go get up on some other people. Yes, sir. I know a lot of uh, what our motto was this year was walk, o- walk in your trap, take over your trap. <laughs> and basically, we're going to give you the best, you know, version of KCU that we have to offer. And, you know, I just – I feel like the guys that was around and, you know, the guys that have been there, they kind of got tired of that narrative of KCU being bad. And, you know, we just were ready to, you know, flip the switch, and which we did that by going 6-2. So, I feel like um, we could do that again. We just have to focus on, you know, each goal one at a time and just keep on moving from there. Well, most definitely, and, you know, going through, you know, of course, COVID, I know it, it was a mess for everybody, and especially I can only imagine, you know, Kentucky Christian, of course, Grayson being a small town as it is. Um, of course, you know, you guys had a wonderful year last year, <clears throat> and and heading into, 
as we're, you know, 21, season 21, looking through the schedule, and I'll post that here on a live stream here in a second. What do you guys, what's the expectation like? I know you guys are coming off of six and two. Um, of course, I'm not seeing Georgetown on here and, and other teams that might have been potential issues down the, in the past, but uh, what's the expectations for you guys coming this year? Um, I feel like there's there's no lesser expectation. I feel like, you know, we all know that, yeah, Coach Phipps left and, you know, he's on the big and better things, but we also know that we have a job to take care of as well. So I feel like, you know, we play 11 games straight. There's no bye week. Um, there's a lot of good teams on there. Like, mm-hmm. Kai, you know, they went far in the playoff last year. Uh, Reinhardt, they got us last year. So we're definitely thinking about that and wanting to get them back. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of good tough teams on there that uh, I feel like will give us a good, you know, a good shot to see how good we really are. So I just kind of feel like we've got to let it play out, man. Most definitely. And uh, I would imagine that uh, I know Coach Phipps is at Pikeville, but I've heard great things from uh, Jake Russell and and what he's bringing to the table. And and <clears throat> coming off of that, you know, of course, a six, successful year last year, uh, numerous individual words noted 13 were tabbed as the academic all mid south conference KCU had the most uh, second most honorees in the conference a lot of talent coming back so uh, I- i'm sure you guys are ready to get going yeah most definitely. most definitely if if there's of course every player has that one game if there is one game you guys are, or for you personally that's like man i just can't wait to go or play so and so anybody this year that you got your eyes on oh um, most definitely Faulkner. Most definitely, man. I, I think about that game all the time. Like, you know, Ryan Hart's always a tough team. So we kind of knew we would have to play, you know, our best game possible in order to pull out one, especially at their home turf. But as far as Ryan Hart, you know, they came and they, they did what we usually do to people. So they came and they, they kind of took <laughs> our home field. So, you know, we kind of got to get them back now. Um, it was a good game last year. It was just a few couple of turnovers and mistakes that we made that kept us away from winning. So, that's definitely a game I always think about. Most definitely. I know Georgetown, um, years past, I know KCU's beat them, I think, here recently. But I noticed that they weren't on there. But uh, I would definitely say Faulkner. And the reason why, um, if listeners out there, uh, the reason why this podcast seems a little bit more personal for me and, and more um, anticipated is because I'm wearing, even though it's 102 degrees out here, in Oklahoma, I'm actually wearing a KCU hoodie. Uh, <laughs> back in 2007, uh, things may not have gone my way, but I was actually a part of the first recruiting class for uh, KCU football under Coach Dan Dameron. So, okay, so um, you know, uh, you know, Coach Young, then so you know, Tyro. Tyro. <laughs> actually, I just I was talking to. Him. I think he might be listening, man. So. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't even know that you went there. I definitely did. Yeah, it went there. It was it was a short stint, you know, some stuff. But uh, hey, I'll, I'll be back definitely. I'm gonna, I'll love to go back and watch some games back there. I know Grayson from Oklahoma City is about 13, 14 hours, but I made it in a one day trip, so it's it's doable. It's a long trip though. Right. Yeah. That's a, nah, I can't pull out that. <laughs> but not thirteen, man. You're a soldier. Yeah. <laughs> nah, dude, it was, it was, hey, I want to get there because, you know, Coach Dameron said, hey, it was a short note because it was practically, it was boom, 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 boom. But no, nah, it's, KCU is a good school. Um, 
So speaking of KCU, what's the small town feel like? I know. Uh, so me being a kid from Orangeburg, Kentucky, man, and Orangeburg is the fourth biggest city in, in Kentucky. So going all the way east to a smaller, you know, more like rural country area, it was definitely weird. Um, I, I will say that that small town atmosphere, um, it, it kind of forced you to get along with, you know, kids on campus. And, and that really is want to make your make or break your, you know, fit there, you know. That's just kind of that's kind of how I feel about it. I mean, you know, I got close friends that go to KCU, and then you know, there's some kids that go to Marshall that I know, and it's just it's like one little small community, and you kind of got a fellowship with other players. So, so. I remember going to Chapel, and of course, you know, we sat. I don't know if it's the same area that you guys sit now or not, but when you walk in, it's always on the first section, bottom floor. I would say left side. If depends on where you're. I guess if you're off the stage, it's going to be your first section on your right hand side. But uh, so to me, we couldn't miss Chapel. But that was one of my favorite parts. <clears throat> so what, I'm, <clears throat> what I should be saying is, what's a favorite few of your favorite things to do at KCU and Grayson? Um, if you're not playing ball. Oh, okay. When I'm not playing football, man, I, I would have to say. So we got this lobby area in Waters. You know what Waters is. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we personally call it like the den or the hood, quote unquote. But, you know, we got, <laughs> we got a tennis table. Guys bring up, you know, PlayStations, Xbox, out. we hook it up to the TV. So if I'm not playing football, man, my, my favorite thing to do is either go over to the Life Center, go get a lift in, or go hop in the sauna or the hot tub. Or if I'm not doing that, then I just – I'd rather, you know, go be some of the guys I'm mad as many people at Casey, you know, I'm the best player <laughs> there is in that building. <laughs> so I'm not doing that. The pool is shooting some basketball, man. Hey, I saw you guys' basketball court in the Lepsy Center. That thing's looking nice. Yeah, yeah, I definitely seen that. That was right before Coach Trips left. Yeah. I, wow. That was a that was a nice uh I, I'm looking at because they keep I, um, they still send these uh, alumni, so to speak. Uh, I don't know what you call them, booklets or whatever it is. But I saw a picture. That's that's a looking for looking real nice. Um, what's what's uh, if I were to say what's the biggest downfall at times that could get not so much depressing. Um, but you always have your ups and downs. What would be your, one of your down moments and how do you uh, relate and how do you kind of handle those type of situations? Like my down moment at KCU or just in general? Just in general. Um, I don't know because I'm mostly a happy-go-lucky guy. I don't really, mm-hmm. really, you know, get too down on myself or anything like that. And I, I also grew up in a household that, you know, when you do start to feel like that, the first thing that we do, pick up a Bible, pray to God. You know? Yes, sir clear your mind. So, I mean, a down moment I might have is if I'm away from my family for a long period of time or if I haven't talked to them in a long period of time, then that, that kind of messes with me a little bit because I, I always want to see how they're doing. So in situations like that, you know, as far as finding something to relieve that, first, I always, like I said, I always pray, man. Yep. I make sure everything's good with them while also praying to hedge of protection over them, you know. So I mess with doing that and if that, if that doesn't handle it, I'll pick up a phone and call them as many times until they answer. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason why, because a buddy of mine, uh, I know he's watching, uh, he's a big um, 
he does a big podcast called Defining Moments Podcast, and he asked me the same question when I was first on his show was, how are you doing? How do you handle these negative things? And what leads me kind of into 2020, just from a personal standpoint, not so much from a college football st- um, standpoint, but what did 2020 mean to you and how and affects you knowing that, of course, you know, here comes COVID, depends on where at part of the country you're at. Um, let's say early year, I know for us in Oklahoma City, it's March when it really hit the hit the fan, but, um, you know, obviously social distancing, uh, quarantine, so on and so forth. And that's why I kind of asked you, um, obviously, hey, for me, for example, um, you know, my dad had a major stroke in, in a, uh, April and for a few, about almost two weeks that we couldn't see him at all because, of course, you know, uh, hospitals wouldn't let you in. But uh, how? what did 2020 really make you grateful for and make you realize certain items were not as maybe our priority list than others? Um, I think 2020 definitely made me realize how important just life is in general. Just waking up every morning and being able to do something that you love. How, how important that is. Because, like, you know, as we know, 2020 COVID, man, it, it took mm-hmm. a lot of people, man. So, you know, that was one of the biggest things I was scared of personally. Like, okay, if you was to get this, I have my grandma in here, and she's 68. I have my great-grandma in here, and she's 86. Wow. So I wasn't really worried about getting it, you know, myself. It was more of it was more of being worried about, you know, them getting in and something happened to them. So 2020 definitely made me, you know, realize how important life is. And not only that, man, it, it kind of just made you uh, realize how important spending quality time with family mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, you can like how we're talking right now, we can Zoom yeah. call, we can FaceTime as much as we want to, man. But there's something about being, you know, able to physically touch somebody or being able to physically talk to somebody that's just, it, you can't match it. So. Most definitely, if you guys are watching on Facebook, whether it's Facebook, Twitch, uh, Twitter, YouTube, there's a comment section. Definitely, if you have any comments or questions, send them our way. Um, <clears throat> of course, you know, <clears throat> what's, I know there's some good eating. What is your big go-to? What's your big meal for game day? I know they feed you guys pretty well. Yeah, so <laughs> they feed us well. Um <laughs> <laughs> you just talking about on like a home game day or just any anything. What uh, you what you what's your best meal you've had since at KCU on the road and uh your home meal? Okay, so on the road, let me think. <laughs> on the road we stopped at Texas Roadhouse. Mm. Chicken and steak. That was probably one of the best, if not Zaxby's on the way home. Um and if I'm not if it's a home game, hey, anybody that KCU knows, like, we got to bite that bullet, man. Like, <laughs> bad, bad, bad brands, man. Like, every day at Lusby on game day is 10 a.m., man. <laughs> so, you know, we try to keep that money in your pocket, man. Yeah, I, w- <laughs> I would imagine that that's the case. <laughs> What's the, of course, I haven't been, it's going on 14 years. It'll be 14 years this upcoming fall. But what's the feel of like of college, of college game day? I, I might as well say out there, college game day. Is there, you know, obviously, you know, community wise, so on and so forth. What's the feel like on a Saturday morning or early Saturday afternoon, Grayson? Because um, I know since I've been there, there was no stadium yeah. at all. <laughs> 
It's crazy. Y'all yeah. Y'all was the, the originals, man. Y'all was the outfits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all paid that price, man. I, I came things with um, on a normal game day, man. I don't know because it's it's just kind of it's kind of weird now because you know fans come when you start winning. That that's a must. Fans, you know, first start coming out when you start winning. Yeah. So for me, as far as like where I played high school and all that, like here in Owensboro, I'm used to stadiums packed. I'm used to my game day experience being, you know, mm-hmm. when I first get to the locker room, we're hyped in the locker room because we see people out there getting ready for the game. Yes, so, sir. But it was a change of scenery whenever you get to Grayson and, and really. A game day atmosphere. We had we as players had to hype ourselves up. Mm-hmm. Well, not like it was a group of players. Like we'll have to hype ourselves up. There's like coaches that will have to hype us up, but we really didn't play for like you know fans and crowd, especially with it being COVID. So a game day experience. I mean, that, that's just kind of how it goes. You know, we just we get piped up in the locker room beforehand, and then we go out there and we do our thing. Hey, that's nothing wrong with that. And I, <clears throat> I you know, I was kind of. Thinking that maybe you guys are big, the big boys on the O line, doing some TikTok dancing before the game. Nah, <laughs> I'm not. Nah. I, ain't, I ain't into the TikTok, man. I, I barely be dancing. <laughs> no, I definitely. I'm with you on that one. I'm definitely not a TikToker. I don't know what the right word is for that one, but uh, a buddy of mine who comes on the podcast at times, uh, Clyde Butler from Colorado, says Zagsby's is what's up. So you made a friend. You made a friend in Zagsby's and. Uh, Clyde, thank you for the comment. Definitely keep them coming. Um, what's your favorite class? So I'm a history major. Very nice. I'm trying to think of all the classes I've took. <laughs> uh, all right, so nobody can be English 101 with Miss Payne. That's hands down the best class in case of you. I mean, it's a it's a freshman level class when you yep. where you're a freshman on campus, you're required to take it. So we know how that works. So my freshman year, first semester at KCU, that's the first class I had, Miss Payne. And that she she's she's one one of a kind teacher, bro. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> my very first class uh was uh history with the late I'll call him the late and great, especially in the KCU community, uh Coach Dameron, of course Coach Dameron's father, Dick Dameron, uh Donald Dameron, but um yeah, that was uh, my my probably one of my favorite classes, and then of course, he had a uh, step down, and then uh, he had uh, stomach cancer and dealt with that, and of course, then passed on. I don't think very far after uh, after that, but uh, I would say history. I don't, cannot remember who my Old Testament survey professor was. I still got my class transcripts. I can probably look it up here afterwards. But <laughs> there's somewhere around here, dude. I'm not kidding. There's somewhere around here. Um, but you know that wasn't a bad class either. That wasn't a bad class. Growing up a preacher's son, you thought you knew the Bible till you uh, stepped foot into a uh, Christian university's uh, Old Testament survey. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> I know there's not much to do in Grayson. Um, but is there anything you like to do uh, besides hanging around campus? In Grayson? Have you actually been to the lake? We went my 
first semester there in my freshman year. It was like a very nice trip. And then like Greenbow Lake or something. Greenbow or something, yeah. Yeah, I think I think we've been there. Um, I've only went once. I don't even know how to swim, if I'm being honest. Well, I don't either, so don't feel bad. <laughs> so I don't even do water like that, for real, unless it's like amusement park and they got, you know, some water slides. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm telling you. Now you got me thinking. Nah, I don't think I really done anything in the city of Grayson, man. Besides go to was that Trace Romano's? Oh yes, that's been about it. Trace Romano's Huddle House. Man. Well, trust me. There's I know there's not much to do, so don't feel bad. That uh, um, I remember when we was homecoming for basketball. Trey and I and Ronnie Smith, who played running back. When it kicked off, so I can't remember if Bo was there yet or not, Bo Daly. But uh, it was probably a minus. It was definitely minus below uh, minus degree weather, below zero, and uh, it snowed. And uh, first class was canceled, but they announced our second class was still in play. But I kid you not, on top of the hill next to the cross, because you know behind the campus, a lot of people don't realize there's actually a cemetery up there. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we would skid down on. Uh, <laughs> nah, I'm playing with spirits at that point. I say, hey, that's y'all's thing, man. No, nah, it was it was fun, but no, I enjoyed it. Uh, Clyde said, "What made Miss Payne's class so special to you?" All right, so Miss Payne, the type of teacher, okay, and not that I'm that type of student. But she's she's more understanding with students overall, as far as like I could read a whole book and go in there and tell you exactly what's going on with the book. But there could also be another student that just you know, they stayed up too late and then mm-hmm. they kinda didn't read the book, they don't know what's going on. She's the kind of teacher that'll be like, Okay, well this whole class we're just gonna read the book until every student understands what's going on. And then next wow. class and then she's also that kind of teacher that we, you know we have a movie, a movie day, and she'll just bring in muffins and donuts, and then that that's what we'll be doing that class period. So I think why she's so special is this, the exact reason why I kind of want to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just that that the ability to impact the kid's life in, in such a small way. So, you know, she she with her being so understanding, you know, that that's kind of what some kids need because they've never had it. Right. So that's kind of what made her class special to me. That's awesome because, you know, a lot of people, uh, different professors, I've had them, and I'm sure you've had a few that just, you're there to, to get an education, and that's how they're going to treat you. I mean, they, there's no sympathy, so to speak. And, of course, when you get to the college level, they expect you to, uh, which is rightfully so to an extent, that they should expect that you should already know this stuff and so on and so forth. But that's that's pretty awesome that uh, she takes literally takes the time out of her schedule and or even just during a class and just make sure that everybody's all, all on the same page. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, continuing, um, if you guys just joining on the live stream, uh, Darnethian Tinsley, I probably pushed it the first time. I did better this time. The first time I did better, the second time I probably did better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, joining us from KCU, When's uh when's the players report back to uh to fall camp uh, as if we head into the twenty one season? So it's supposed to be next week, August third. I think nice. that's what we're down for. August third, yeah. 
that's when we were yeah, born. You right around the corner, man. Yeah, yeah. Which I think that's almost every college. college yeah, I was gonna say I think it's pretty much across countrywide, top to bottom, D one to the whatever the lowest of the lowest is. I'm pretty sure that's probably almost borderline. Um, kind of talk some college football real quick. What's your thoughts? Uh, we're probably not getting into it too much, but what's your thoughts on this? All this uh, Division One A conference realignment kind of stuff, like Oklahoma, Texas. Oklahoma, Texas. Um, so a little surprised, or uh, I, I'm I'm definitely surprised. I mean, me personally, I grew up all Ohio State. So I'm Ohio State. Nice. So I really don't care about the Big Twelve, but <laughs> <laughs> if I had to say. Um, I, I, I kind of don't think it's smart, man, for Oklahoma and Texas. It, it's more – it sounds more like a money play than anything. Yep. I feel like by them doing that, I could easily see an Oklahoma or a Texas lose or somebody like me. Just on a, on a given Saturday. Oh, absolutely right. So I feel like, you know, they're giving up that opportunity for them to make the college football playoff year out now just by leaving and going to a hard and you play Alabama and Florida. Yep. Texas A&M, Kentucky. Like, I feel like two or three of those I said, I forgot Georgia, like two or three of those are losses. So that's just how I feel about it. It's going to be, you know, I'm a Sooner fan, but I'll be honest with you, dude. It's going to be a t- it's gonna be tough for Oklahoma. Um, you, you look at LSU, you look at Georgia, um, even A&M at times, Jimbo got them going in the right direction. Whether or not they can stay consistent about it, I don't really know. But you know, Alabama is the king of the is the king of college football, and uh, that southeastern pl- football just don't play, man. Yeah, no, they don't play about. <laughs> no, they don't play about that, man. I, I, I know a couple of Alabama fans. As annoying as there are, man, like, <laughs> they got a they got a reason to you know be like that. So now they don't play about that when it comes to SEC football, man. Of course, kind of fill us in. Um, during your recruiting days, I know you're heading into as, as a junior, so you roughly about three or four years ago, as I hit my knee on the table, uh, three or four years ago, <clears throat> what was the selling factor in KCU for you? Okay, so the biggest thing with KCU wasn't a campus or anything like that. So even before I, I went there, Many, many people probably already know. My cousin actually went there. He was the first one to go there. His name's Kamari. Very nice. Yeah, so he went there straight out of high school. And then after that, my younger cousin, Kawan, he went there. And we're in the same grade, but he committed there first before I came. So during my whole entire recruiting process, I kind of, you know, kept on waiting. And I was weighing my options. And I just, at the last second, I was like, well, you know, it's always fun to play with family, so why not do it again? Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of went ahead and did that, and then I, I knew some of the guys that was already up there just based off one of watching my older cousin play. So I just kind of already knew them and kind of felt, you know, like home, even though the canvas didn't feel like home. The people I was around, you know, kind of felt like home. So that's awesome because I know, I know, I'll be honest with you, on my end, I'd never heard of KCU, I never even heard of Grayson, Kentucky. Uh, I, I just never, never heard of it. I, when Dameron sent the uh, call, he called my dad. That tells you how old I am. And I'm not that old. I'm only 33, but it feels like I'm old. But when he called my dad and said, hey, can I speak with Michael and so on and so forth. But uh, I was like, Grayson, I don't even know what that even is. 
let alone KCU. I never heard of that is, but um, but no, that's awesome. So I was kind of curious how that uh, what the seller was. Um, looking back at KCU when you graduate, what's going to be some of your best moments? Of course, we still got your junior senior year, so obviously you can't say obviously those two years, but just as if everything um, played out as accordingly. What would you look back and just say this is one of my best moments and what do you look back and look as you move forward? Um, so I still actually got a minute. So it, like in the classroom, I'm a junior on the football nice. field, I'm still a freshman. Man. So very nice. So I still got four years of football, but definitely I'm, I'm going to look back on this past season and, you know, being put down in, in history is probably the best team to come through there. So yep. that'll, that'll definitely stick on my mind. But, you know, the accolades that I've picked up, I'll definitely look back on that, and that'll be definitely something I'll tell my grandkids. Um, <laughs> so if, if I had to think about anything else that I would look back on, other than, you know, football-wise, you know, right. you know, with my friends that will probably last a lifetime, like I said, I still talk to them to this day. There's a lot of kids that I've talked to, you know, my freshman year that decided to leave and go home or leave and go to other schools. I still talk to them this, to this day. And, I mean, that's, that's kind of hard to be. So. No, nah, because, you know, it's uh, time flies. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, I know you're having fun. Of course, I was scrolling through your Twitter earlier today, and uh, I know it's almost going on two weeks. But I uh, saw that you mentioned uh, that you partnered with Attitude is Free. And uh, I'll actually, if you don't mind, I'll actually put in the description on the uh, podcast episode with all the information that you tagged on there as well, that if you use your code Tinsley73, you can save 10% on all orders. And I'll make sure I help, uh, help you out as well on that. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So kind of walk this through. Of course, don't get all of a sudden, I know it's all business and two degrees. So I don't want to get too much into that one, but... How they reached out to you and how did everything come together? Um, so I was basically just chilling right after a workout. We got done at the YMCA. It was ready to go home. And um, they reached out to me on IG, on Instagram. <laughs> and it was basically just describing their brand, kind of, you know, telling them or telling me what they was looking for in student athletes. And, you know, they're, they're not like a huge, big brand or nothing like that. Uh, I don't remember how many followers they got, but they were just kind of like, you know, uh, we ran into your profile. We love you as a student athlete, and uh, we would love to have you as uh, Attitude is Free uh, mm -hmm. partner or you know team member. So I was like, well, okay. I mean, because I, at first I didn't even know the NIL implied to NAI football, so I kind right. of said, well, I guess I'll take it. I don't know if I'm allowed to, <laughs> but right. I decided to do that. They they you know drew up that little custom image and whatnot. And, Basically, told me, you know, okay, so this is how it works. They use your code. They save, you know, a certain percent off or whatever, you know, you make total. It's kind of what goes to you. So that's kind of how that works. Um, I love being a part of their, their team right Very now. Nice. They send little care packages and whatnot with free shirts and, and all nice. that. So. I know, you know, a lot of the NILs are – a lot of people, of course, depends on who you ask. It's a touchy subject. Some, you know, despise it, some the other. But, um, but no, that's pretty cool. I was kind of wondering how far, 
how far down they went just because I, you know, because a lot of people still don't know, but that's pretty cool that yeah. uh, you hit that up. Anybody else that you may uh, come across or any potential ones in the, that you're working with? Um, no, not, not as, uh, not, not as of today or anything like nice. that. I mean, there was like a couple I was talking to. Um, so a lot of people don't know before I was even in college, uh, right. I did YouTube <laughs> when I was in no. high school. <laughs> so a lot of, you know, uh, the people I was talking to whenever I used to do YouTube, now they know I'm a college athlete, you know, pretty good at what I do. So, uh, we kind of started talking again, but nothing's confirmed or, you know, in, in paper. So. Very nice. <clears throat> what would be some of who are some of your uh, favorite players that you look that you like to watch on a, either a Saturday or even on a Sunday uh, platform and uh, any special O linemen that you kind of try to make your game style with? Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Is. So uh, it's kind of like a I guess like a pregame ritual that me and my left tackle, the name Christian Ely, is kind of something that we do. We always watch uh, Tyrone Armstead, Trent Williams. That that's mostly game day. But uh, my hands down, my favorite offensive lineman of all time is Arlene Pace. Ah, uh, uh, yes. I, I love how he moves, man. I've never seen somebody his size be able to move that fast and dominate the game. So uh, if not him, then as far as you know. Present, it would have to be Quentin Nelson without a without a doubt. So, yeah, now that, that's kind of what I do. That's kind of what I watch. Um, I like to model my game though after Toronto Armstead from the Saints. He kind of got a similar build. I, I like how he plays, and it's not so much of uh, body slamming people or pancaking. It's, it's a lot of you know finesse on pass blocking and being able to take somebody off the ball. So, so I mess with the most. Clyde, uh, of course, commented. Um, <clears throat> scrolling through real quick, Clyde uh, says that he, he, him, and I, we are going to try to uh, get you a sponsorship with Texas Roadhouse and or Zagsby's. Hey, <laughs> my DMs are open, man. Look, I, I, I eat Zagsby's all the time. We got one here in Owensboro that I always stop by, but I, I'm the same way with Texas Roadhouse, man. I don't mind a little steak, man. It's been a while since I've been gracing. So, have they added any uh, newer fast food or restaurants? I know it's been way too long on my end to. Uh, I guess I'll just read off some, and <laughs> <laughs> I guess you just got to respond if, if it was there whenever you was there. Um, Long John Silver's, right across from the highway. Yep, A and W. Yep, yep, yep. Arby's, McDonald's. Uh, Hardy's, Wendy's. Yeah, that's still there. Yeah, so they ain't switched, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> at McDonald's, I'm not much of Mc. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan. If I have to, I'll eat there, but not a huge fan. Does, does that one in particular still sell chicken noodle soup by chance? Nah, <laughs> man, dude, they were so. I kid you not, they were selling it when I was there. Man, McDonald's has sold a lot of weird stuff. I <laughs> They used to sell pizza back in the day. I didn't know that. Yep. Of course, well, I, I, yeah. I don't. I've never had one. That's foul. But yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, no. Nah. From what I saw from the research in the McRibs, I'm. 
I'm gonna have to pass on that one. I don't play. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Me personally, I'm the same way, man. If I ain't gotta eat McDonald's, I ain't eating. Yeah, I mean, if I have to, I mean, yeah, then I really would have to not be craving anything else to to not eat. I'm a big Subway person, or uh, you know, Raising Cane's, Zagsby's, uh, Texas Roadhouse, but uh, oh. we're starting to lose those around here. But Zagsby's, uh, <clears throat> Zagsby's are good. Their shakes are the bomb. I, I, I mess with Zagsby's over Cane's. Ooh. Canes, I wish the only thing I wish with Canes is they would add more to their uh, menu. Right. Like give us like you know Cajun or spicy chicken tenders, just not the yeah, same yeah. thing. Yeah, they only got four menu items, man. The yeah, no. it, so I don't mess with it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you good, man? I like the I like chicken. I just I, I like chicken. That's anyway, most definitely. Yeah. Uh, going back, I know you mentioned um, earlier in the show, going back to the Bible, and and that's one thing that I think it's, I think a lot of us, you know, especially times we're living in, and and just on a daily basis, we really should be doing more of, um, <clears throat> I know on my end, I know I'd go through it uh, during lunch break or during, <clears throat> excuse me, during, uh, before I get into the office, so on and so forth. What are some of your uh, favorite verses um, just for you personally? And what are some of your uh, go-tos that uh, you recommend? Maybe not so much from your personal standpoint, from your personal uh, favorite, but hey, this is one that uh, I recommend as well for other people. Um, so a lot. Um, there, there's one that always sticks to me. It's, it's always in my Twitter, you know, bio. Uh, Isaiah chapter 40. Verse 31. And um, basically what that verse is to me, man, it just it kind of, you know, makes you keep your faith in it. Keep your faith in the Lord, regardless of whatever you're going, going through as a, as a human being. Okay? Um, any other verse besides that, you know, I'm, I'm kind of kind of a basic guy, man, especially, mm-hmm. when was, you know, as far as playing football, I'm, I'm big on the, the John 316 and the in the Psalms 23, man, I, you know, that's kind of what I grew up with. Um, that's something I've always had to read off in, in my local church. So uh, those kind of mean a lot to me because I, I can, you know, break them down and understand them the best. So um, I got to think if I know any, anyone that I would kind of tell somebody that you know, probably wouldn't know about it, I think. Nah, nah. I ain't even gonna sit here and say I do. <laughs> if I was to give you one, I would have to. I would have to give you the very first, one. And, and then you would have to understand the reasoning behind that. For, oh, absolutely. I would give it to you. So, um, sorry, buddy, my text. Um, he's he's watching. He's actually pretty impressed uh, with uh, the whole uh, streamer thing. So he's kind of wanting more info. Um, but no, that's perfectly good. Cause I mean, a lot of people I know, like, uh, mine is, you know, um, Proverbs 16, three is my good, you know, my go to, you know, practically commit yourself in layman's terms. I'm not going to just, you know, I shouldn't know it, but, you know, commit yourself to God and his plans are going to prevail. And, and so I always stick to that, uh, even through my screw ups and uh, mess ups that we all have, uh, it's pretty, 
you know, to me, it's pretty, you know, just continue to, to fight the good fight. And uh, especially right now uh, with family stuff that's going on and my dad's health, it's definitely one that I tried to uh, to stick through and I just realize, hey, whatever happens, you know, just stick to it, prevail, and uh, God's plans will always succeed. Right. That's definitely, I feel that. Uh, let's go. A few more questions for you. Let's go. <clears throat> What's uh, what are um, your kind of favorite kind of movies? If you have some, um, I'm trying to think. Favorite movie? Like, are we just talking about movies or one movie? Just any kind of movies. I I, I kind of watch a lot of movies, man. So <laughs> I just watched that new Space Jam with LeBron and them. Man. I was about that's my neck. That's my actually going to lead into. So what you think about Space Jam too? I, we watched it here as well, and uh, I I actually enjoyed it. Hey, I enjoyed it too. I felt like a lot yeah. of people was you know judging it hard because it's LeBron. That's what I felt. Well, so, yeah. Um, I mean, I enjoyed it. I, I kind of feel like you know, as long as we knew that it was for kids, we could you know give it that rating that would be for kids. So. If we started trying to view it as an adult film, that's why I kind of know where we messed up at. No, I actually enjoyed it. And uh, <clears throat> I know, uh, you know, a lot of people always like to compare the second one with the original one. And, you know, the first one with Spaceman with Michael Jordan is not going to beat. There's some things with he did in that movie that's not going to beat what LeBron did and vice versa. I actually enjoyed it. And I like the theme about it, uh, the family theme that, uh, you know, like LeBron says, I just want my son back. And, and that's how it is. I think that uh, it was a good family movie, definitely a kids movie. And I will agree. You know, we may, you know, some people may not be a LeBron fan, but uh, I, I will say he should stick to basketball, though. Uh, His I, acting I, wasn't bad, though. His I, acting I, wasn't bad. He could have been as bad as Thunderstruck with Kevin Durant. <laughs> Kevin Durant can't act, dude. <laughs> uh, that terrible. That's one of the worst sports. Hey, it's right yep. there with. Let me think of another sports movie that's god awful. Uh, <laughs> I think you might take the cake with that one, man. I ain't even gonna lie. That that was a pretty bad movie. Thunderstruck, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, that was a horrible movie. My I don't know if we had well, if we did have it, I threw it away. Um it was bad. It was not uh it would be on my bottom of my list. It was like a throw off of like Mike, and I just I started it. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't get down with that. I didn't even mess with how the power, you know, went to the kid from Kevin Durant. That didn't even seem real. Like neither, neither does like Mike putting on some shoes and magically becoming them. But geez, man, I don't know. Nah. It's just already playing in my head now. I think about that movie. It's it's terrible, man. <laughs> If you're just joining on the live stream, we're talking about movies. So if you guys got your favorite movies real quick, uh, post them in the comments. No, I Space Jam 2, uh, listened to the local uh, sports talk here in Oklahoma City, and they were actually harshing or giving LeBron some bad feedback, which I get it's LeBron. I, I get that. But, uh, hey, um, I thought it, it was a pretty darn good movie. Yeah, I did too. I feel so, like the kids, kids will love it, but... I don't know. That's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> finishing up uh, a few other questions that may not be sports related, but uh, 
with uh, with COVID, now we got uh, the Delta not so much into politics, but uh, has KCU came out with the protocol plan of uh, just in case the, that you guys know of as of right now to in case things go back up through the roof? As I know here in Oklahoma City, it's getting right back up to cases wise, but uh, any any certain protocols been issued out just yet, or are they going to have to play it by ear? Um, I think they're going to play it by ear. Um, I know in order to come back on campus, it's either you have to have the vaccine as mm-hmm. one. You have to have a negative COVID test. I think that's like, I don't know how many days old it has to be. Or you have to have been recovered from COVID for at least, I think, 96 days or something like that. Um, but I don't think they have anything planned if, you know, it was to hit the fan like it did the first time. Right. <clears throat> the first time it happened, which every school in America did that, unless you was Liberty in Virginia, you sent everybody home. <laughs> and then, you know, when we, came, when we came back in the fall semester, they was kind of strict, you know, on making sure you had your mask and whatnot. But it was kind of weird for me because, you know, even when you mask up and, and you keep your distance and you stay away, you can still get it. So, mm-hmm. weird. I mean, I got it right before me and my cousin got it right before Thanksgiving. Like, wow! Break right, right as soon as we was getting ready to go home. Got COVID. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so wow! And I, I mean, me personally, I didn't really have any symptoms. I think I was asymptomatic, mm-hmm. but like him, he was eating Thanksgiving food, no taste, no smell. Just wow! Eating it, man. Yeah, it was. It was. It was weird. I had it not as severe as I've seen others. Uh, mine mainly was just a really bad headache and shortness of breath, and that's really was about it. Um, what's funny is my test always came back negative, which made no sense. But right. it's you know I've heard that you can have false negatives, but uh, yeah, I never had it to the severity of it. My youngest son, uh, he had it really, really bad. He vomited violently. I'm just gonna put it that way. Oh wow. Yeah, it was bad. It was not pretty. I'll, uh, I'm not, I don't handle vomit very well. And, uh, 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 yeah, that's a no no, man. I can't do that. (laughs) But, uh, on the bright side, uh, just joining, of course, uh, uh, coming off a successful season, first, uh, one. You know, a lot of people don't know that the Mid-South Conference is actually the first college football conference with a super conference, I would imagine. I guess that's what you call it. Um, divisions, it's Apple, mm-hmm. Bluegrass, and what is that? It's a, is it? Uh, in Florida, is that Atlantic or something? Southwest? I think something, I yeah, Southwest. something like that. It's a Southwest, West Hollywood, California. <laughs> 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 I think Southeast or something. I don't know exactly what, it, what all the breakdowns are. But uh, no, looking through, where is actually? Oh, there it is. I'm looking on the schedule. North Carolina. Um, have you have you ever? Um, what was I going to ask now? Really, just now went out my head. Anyway, um, yeah, totally went off my head. But uh, well, none, nonetheless, um, <clears throat> of course, coming up, 21 season. Uh, for the KC Knights and Grayson. Oh, that's what I was going to ask you. Uh, are they ever going to put in the stadium lights for you guys for night games? Oh, uh, sorry, yeah. Is that, it? 
Yeah, that's why I said I came during the time of the, you know, the, the Wall Street version of Kentucky Christian where they got it on and popping. Y'all was there. I must have missed something then. Yeah, y'all was there during the Oregon Trail version, man. I, <laughs> y'all, y'all took the horses and the carriages and whatnot. Y'all, y'all laid the ground and we just kind of. We, we now you guys. No, I've been keeping I've been keeping an eye on KC from afar from here from Oklahoma City and you know, I know up and down years and not so good years and so on and so forth, but uh no, I think you guys got this right where it's they want it and I can just only imagine this thing's gonna go better than bigger and better this year, my man. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. But uh wrap things up here. Um KC Knights start the season off September the second. At the University of Cumberland's, um, if you don't know, check them out. It's good football. I always say smaller, uh, smaller college ball is always better than D one. Trust me, it's uh, players that uh, may not be on full ride scholarships. They may be partial scholarships, or even busting their tail in to to make uh, to get an education. And tell me, these kids can these kids can play, and uh, a lot of talent on the squad this year. Most definitely, Dartanian. Tinsley. Did I say it better? Yeah, you got it right there. You got it. <laughs> Two of three. Two of three. Seventy-five <laughs> percent. You got it right there. My man, it's been a pleasure having you on. Um, feel free to every anytime just shoot me a text. Feel free to uh come on. I may catch up with you during the season and talk some more. Most definitely. Yeah, like I said, you know, I I remember I hit you up as soon as I got the follow. I was like, yeah, I got to give this podcast a listen, man. Me <laughs> personally, um, so I, I used to do my own little podcast with my brother, man. But Very nice. Seeing what you're doing right now, man, just I like how it's going. I feel like uh, feel like it's going to definitely be on a come up. Definitely got some good. Definitely keep up the work, bro. I, I, right now, and I can definitely see this, you know, blowing up. So, hey, well, I appreciate the kind words. Trust me, the last month and a half has probably been the most uh, stressful from work and uh, my personal life in hand. And then we're about to, from my work standpoint, we're about to get hammered in September because of OU football. So uh, we're gonna get, <laughs> we're gonna get, uh, we're gonna get our hands, uh, hands to the grind. But I appreciate the kind words. And like I said, uh, feel free to ever come on if you want a co-host. By all means, feel free, my man. I got you. Guys. <laughs> I'll shoot you my personal number, and then uh, throughout the year, I'll just send you just Bible verses and vice versa. All right, I appreciate that, bro. And not a palm. Dartanian Tinsley of the KC Unites, number seventy-three of okay. your KC Unites. Best of luck to you, Mister Tinsley. You too, man. I appreciate it. Hey, absolutely. You've been listening to the Every Attack Podcast. Always subscribe to us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. Air Raid underscore podcast on Twitter. And uh, we will catch you guys next week.